And for my 13th birthday, my mom was like, what do you want for your special meal? And I was said Taco Bell. So the whole family had to go for my 13th birthday. We're back. Say, kid, what do you want to be when you grow up? I missed you, dude. You've been gone for eight days in Cali. And uh, I asked to hang out, and you said, oh, we had a lot of quality time. You picked me from the airport. And then he said no to hanging out. Yep. (laughs) When you grow up, grow up. Welcome back, everyone. We'll get into Kevin's comments momentarily. (laughs) To another episode of... Becoming a Doctor. A podcast. Where? Where? (laughs) You want to take over? Two fourth-year medical students talk about the only thing we ever talk about. Medical school. I'm your host, Kevin Gale. And I'm your co-host, Santana Sanchez. And you can find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, becomingadocpod.com. Close. And on Twitter at becomingadocpod. Correct. Is that right? That was correct. Yeah, you nailed it. The, what, the URL is becoming a doctorpod.com. Oh, yeah. Yep. Yep. You can also email us at kevinjgale at gmail.com. <laughs> Perfect. Wow. A little you're, role reversal. You're a pro, dude. You don't even need me. <laughs> um, yes, I was out in California, you know, the Sunshine State, uh, for eight days, living my best life. Fourth year med student. Danny is always saying, when I grow up, I want to be a fourth-year medical student. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's nice, except for that you don't get... You have no income. No. Not only do you not have income, we are still paying to go to school. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yes. Thousands of dollars a month. Down the drains. Thousands of dollars just to sit around chill. But... uh that's a good foreshadowing to Kevin's Corner coming up. Oh, foreshadowing. <laughs> yes, I went to California. No, I did not go to Disneyland. Oh, did you go to Universal Studios, L.A.? No, makes I did me not. so sad, dude. Well, it uh, doesn't make me sad. It makes me happy. That's me wishing you had gone to Universal you know, Studios. I'm boycotting Disneyland ever since they ruined Star Wars. Oh, good point. Disney Corporation. Yeah. Bought it up, said let's try to ruin this. Now they're now it's over between us. Me and Disney, we do not see eye to eye. Over. Universal? Hmm. Ever since they made the SpongeBob movie part two. Did you see the SpongeBob movies? I've seen the original one. Okay. Uh still holds up. <laughs> still holds up. One of my faves. Okay, let's launch into the the content. Uh, this is great content. You know, you know. <laughs> what was your other accusation that I didn't hang out with you? Yeah, I did. I literally hung out with you. You literally. We hung out. We watched sports like a couple of guys. Yeah, that was during your video game when you br- stoppage when you had to eat food. I did. Yeah, <laughs> you basically just said, yep. "Okay, I can hang out with Kevin during my eating time." Yeah, that's normal. Okay, I guess that counts as hanging out. We broke bread together. <laughs> <laughs> the sacred exactly. <laughs> exactly. I said, hey, you want to go see uh, a movie in the theaters tomorrow? And you're like, no, okay, looks let's, weird. Let's do it. I'm in. Well, it's too late now. <laughs> okay, let's get on to our content. You ready? Yeah. What's our content? 
Journal Club. Oh, boy. Journal Club. Gotta hit it twice. So. Twice is nice. <laughs> journal Club. I looked up a bunch of stuff. And it's not necessarily a journal article. Oh. But it is fact-based reporting, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Okay, so not a journal. Is it an article? Uh, Kind of, yeah. It what is, is it? It's a bunch of things. Uh, But I will tell you. I'll tell you what's going on here. I would love to hear. So you know we're starting residency. I do know that. Do we have a sounder for that? Uh, Sorry. We are starting residency. (laughs) Yep. We are starting residency. Okay, we got it. Okay, so... (laughs) um, And I had to drive to Madison, as you know, for my health screening appointment. (laughs) Yes. That's a nice little... Five, four hour drive, five hour drive, four fifteen, four hours fifteen minutes. Ooh, get in there. Uh, we look at my vaccines. We right, test. Look at them. We test my vision. They go on the computer. <laughs> oh, looks like they're all up to date. I mean, the vision test was part of it. The mask fitting for oh, N95s was part of it. Oh boy. As an aside, the vision test pretty hard. I was twenty twenty, right? Congrats. No problem. But then during the fitting test, what a brag. the COVID-19 fitting, make sure your COVID-19 fits well. It's your a 10 N95. minute. Thank you. N95 fitting test. Uh, it's a 10 minute long test. And you have this gigantic plastic like helmet on, basically like a hazmat suit. A bag. Put, yeah. And they're like pumping spray to see if you can taste it. Right. And so I'm bored out of my mind. I go, hey, let's. Let's do the 2015 uh, eyesight test Um, because they stopped in 2020. And so I have this hazmat plastic helmet on. Uh, She's pumping spray. She's like, okay, go ahead and read the 2015. Nailed it. Through a plastic hazmat suit. So it turns out uh, my vision is still better than... No, it's not. I have a picture to prove it. This sounds Deception. like a bunch of Anyways, bull-oni. That's an aside. Kevin comes in here bragging about having <laughs> beyond perfect beyond vision. Beyond perfect vision. Okay. That's an aside. What uh, the Journal Club is about is that we would have done a urine drug sc- screen for alcohol and drugs, but they had discontinued since COVID started. And I, I am like, what? And they're like, we don't know why it's discontinued. It'll be starting up soon. But all you're the like, but I brought this glass of my urine. <laughs> what am I supposed to do with it? No, she said, we don't know why. It'll start back up eventually. But for now, incoming residents or incoming employees don't need to do a drug screen or alcohol screen. Interesting. And I said, blaze up. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. <laughs> and. I've, you know, I've been sober for four plus years, alcohol and drugs. Right. But it got me Straight thinking, if I did smoke weed, how long would I need to stop smoking weed in order to be out of my system? It's uh, the age old question. <laughs> so that's the journal club. I did a little research. Wow. Wow. Have the you man ever, does his own research. Have you ever heard of Abbott Laboratory, Santana? Nope. Also, you got to keep throwing in sounders. Otherwise, it's going to be the most boring. <laughs> the most boring. I don't think that ever. the sounders can save it. You know Abbott Laboratories. Uh, the most <laughs> the most common, uh, commonly used uh, at-home COVID test is... Of course. <laughs> exactly. It was created by Abbott Laboratories. 
It's a multinational medical device. Sure. Okay, we get it. Multinational medical device. We get it. Do you think everyone knows Abbott? I don't, I don't need to preface who they are. It's a biotech company. Huge. Pharma- Do they make pharmaceuticals? Uh, yes. They make lab equipment. They make tests. They make lab. Anyways, you so get they, it. So they have a toxicology uh, laboratory. Whoa. It's the number one global provider of rapid point-of-care tests, Abbott. Great. Number one global toxicology with rapid screening laboratory services and program management. Okay. Operating five world-class laboratories in the U.S. and U.K. Eight hours later. <laughs> Eight hours. This is the... This, you got to tell the story of what's going on. This is... Okay. So you can trust Abbott is what I'm saying. So I pulled up... This their- is a classic argumentation fallacy. What, because it's a large organization? Isn't this called like a uh, a uh, a plea to authority? Maybe. You're a, you went but to But they're administering thousands of toxicology lab right. results and, and doing it. So I pulled up their lab reference guide. Um, it is the Laboratory Testing Reference Guide uh, by Abbott. And I pulled up the page Appeal on... Appeal to authority. Marijuana, THC. Okay. Drug information. Okay. And so here talking. are some more backup things uh, that we need to know uh, before we launch into how long it stays in your system. Background info. Background info. Thank you. Not backup things. <laughs> uh, when marijuana is smoked, THC is rapidly absorbed through the lungs and enters the bloodstream in minutes. Okay. Right? We know that. Yes. THC you did know that. is quickly absorbed into the body tissues and then slowly released back into the bloodstream where it is carried to the liver and metabolized. Mm, because hepatic. THC. Yeah, exactly. Liver metabolization because thc tends to be stored in fatty tissues it accumulates faster than it can be eliminated in chronic repetitive smokers whoa this leads to extended retention of thc thc which is then then eliminated from the body at a relatively constant rate with an average blah 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 blah. anyways yep um so uh if you're a chronic user can store up in your in your tissues yes so let's skip to the thc retention time this is from the reference lab reference guide abbott wow infrequent use less than twice a week Mm -hmm. smoking when screening uh uh, when for urine samples it'll be generally positive to one to three days wow so if you smoke i'm sure One to three days. If you smoke, <laughs> whoa! If you smoke on the weekends, which a lot of people do, right? They go out to the bars on the weekends, have some drinks. You smoke on the weekends, right? Sure. Not the work week. It's going to be out of your urine in one to three days. One to three days. Regular smoking, mm-hmm. several times per week. Oh boy! May result in urine specimens testing positive to seven to twenty-one days. Seven to twenty-one. One week to three weeks. One to three weeks, you could say. That's if you're doing several times a week. Right. That's if you're... Uh, Which is... I'm it's ge- like Snoop Dogg. I'm guessing... No, not Snoop Dogg. No, incorrect. We have another class for oh, Snoop Oh, no Dogg. way. That, I'm guessing like... nobody in our... I mean, barely any students in our class do more than several times a week. This is like uh, you live in California. Yep. Or Colorado. Well, I'm I'm painting a picture. Okay, yeah, go go on. You're a you're a surfer. Yep. Um, and you, you know, professional surfer. Yeah, exactly. Lots of free time. <laughs> Lots of downtime. <laughs> you get up early. You cr- you crush it. Yeah. At the tournament. Yep. Hang some gnar. 
<laughs> I don't know anything about surfing. <laughs> Catch some waves, dude. But then the riptide comes in, so you got to he- head to shore, yeah, kill exactly. some time. Yep. And so you smoke a blunt three to four times a week. Exactly. <laughs> um, but I'm guessing, so the reason I th- thought about this is because we have to, a lot of people to do this incoming health assessment for right. residents. Right. And I'm guessing a lot of the programs do test for alcohol and drugs initially. I would assume so. Uh, but we didn't. Anyways, uh, anyways. so if you, several times a week, 7 to 21 days. Oof. Chronic, the next classification, chronic daily smoking. Okay. An individual who smokes marijuana daily for prolonged periods of time can test positive for 30 days. 30, so that's a Snoop Dogg. That's the Snoop Dogg. 30 days. Not, not only is a chronic smoker, he calls it chronic. In a, lot, in a lot of his songs. <laughs> am I right or am I right? You're so right. Never been more right in your life. Okay, so, wow, this was great. Lots of good knowledge being uh, delivered. Um, retention time of orally ingested marijuana. This is actually a question that I've had friends and acquaintances ask me. They're like, oh, you're a doctor? Basically. Oh, you're in medical school? How... How does how does it's drug not, how does drug testing work? It's not like, hey, what should I do for my heartburn? Or <laughs> can you take a look at this mole? I mean, those come up. <laughs> those do come up. But, but this for one is your the one. friend group. You're saying no, <laughs> this one's I, coming up all the time. <laughs> I get it. That's not what I'm saying. <laughs> Don't let me put words in your mouth. <laughs> yeah, you're always trying to do that. Uh, that's not what I'm saying. <laughs> what I'm saying is. This is like not a real medical question because I'm like, I have no idea. Yeah, right. Exactly. If I see a mole, I'm like, that's probably not melanoma. Yeah, it's exactly. It's more a biochemistry laboratory question. Yeah. Anyways, or pharmaceutical. Then oral ingestion, retention time of oral ingested marijuana ranges from one to five days. Hmm. Okay. Um, what about if you're doing oral? What was it? What One to five days for oral? Oral ingestion. What if you're doing oral ingestion chronically? Same thing. 30 oh, days. Okay. They, bas- they basically say they d- can't differentiate between orally ingested versus smoking. Dang. The lab. Wow. Um, passive inhalation. Oh, boy. Second In general, hand. yeah, let's say let's say I go, you know me, right? You go to Snoop's house. I go to, no, I go to a concert. I'm sober. Right. Maybe I'm going to 311 or Dave Matthews Band concert. 311? And son- they're like known for their pothead Oh, listeners. I've just, never heard of Just them. like David. What about you're going David to Bob Matthews. Marley? Exactly. <laughs> Something everyone gets. <laughs> Willie Nelson concert. Willie Nelson. Snoop Dogg concert. Yes. Uh, and I get some passive inhalation. Routine passive exposure to marijuana smoke will not result in a positive result. So you can rest assured. Exactly. Wow. Anything else? Uh, no, that's, that's the Journal Club. I love it. Kind of interesting, right? Super interesting. I truly did, like... Every time somebody's asked me, which isn't that much, <laughs> I'm like, oh, I have no idea. I should look it right, up. Start that sentence over one more time. Every time, keep going. Every I don't. Every time somebody asks me, yes, which is not that much. Nice. Deceptions. Uh, <laughs> I'm like, I don't know. Sorry. So now you do. Now I do. Do you want me to email you this link? No, but I do want you to remind me. Okay. Um, and right now, what are the what are the categories? Sorry. Okay, the quick reminder, the quick summary. Infrequent use less than twice a week. 
one to three days in your urine. Okay. Regular, several times a week. Okay. Seven to 21 days. Chronic daily. Snoop Dogg. 30 days. Uh, edibles versus smoking. Doesn't Can't matter. Can't tell the difference. Doesn't matter. Sick. Okay. Locked How about in. that? Pretty interesting. And um, and just to make sure, I texted friend of the pod. Friend of the pod? Dr. Charlie Reznikov. Wow. Who is an addiction physician. Addiction medicine. Addiction medicine. And <clears throat> let me read it verbatim. Oh, boy. You love reading things verbatim, don't you? Okay. <laughs> uh, heavy, heavy chronics, meaning heavy, heavy dailies. Yep. Might need two weeks to get out of the system. Hydrate well. Well, that's not what Abbott Lab said. They said 30 days. Right. But I'm sure this is on the higher end of the spectrum. And also, he said, the only time I was ever tested was my intake test for residency. <laughs> right. It just doesn't make sense. It's like a formality. Even a test as an intake, I don't know. The whole thing is silly. In my Even opinion. a test as an intake is odd. It's odd. Because... Many states have legal weed. Right. And I mean, and so if you smoke the day before your health assessment, that's yeah. your right. Right. I mean, it also tests for other drugs. Right. But regardless, you can, you know. Actually, that's probably true. It's good to test for other drugs. Well, it doesn't matter because you can abstain for a relatively short amount of time if you're using oh, like yeah, yeah. cocaine right. or I guess maybe not. I don't know how long. Oh, I can look it up. Opioids last. You want me to look it up? Yes. Okay. I've learned this. I have learned this one a bunch of times. Um, but yeah, you're right. You can abstain. And then just, you know, start up again. It just doesn't make any sense. Um, I'm not logically. sure if it's in here. Um, but yeah, you're right. The logic is... The logic doesn't hold up. It does not hold up. Alcohol, amphetamines, benzodiazepines, cocaine, um, opiates, 50. Okay, we'll look it up real quick. I'll go. I'll go through this one quickly. Because we got to call our guest. Got to get the guest on the horn. Uh, oh, it doesn't say how long it stays in. Uh, okay. That's, okay. I'll look it up. I'll bring it next week. Exactly. Exactly. So anyways, that is the old, the good old journal club. Journal club. Journal club. Will you pay me five bucks to record a better sounder? I don't, I don't think you can. I really don't think you'd be able to. Unbelievable. <laughs> okay. You ready? Let's call up our guest. Let's. Tell us about the guest. Time to go mobile. <laughs> I'll let the guest speak for themselves this week. Oh, no intro. No intro. Sure. They need no intro. The mystery. This always happens. <laughs> I'm always worried my calls are going to get screened. Happens more often than you'd think, Santana, when I try to call people. Uh, I think it happens a lot. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I'll hang up. We'll send a text. Hello. Oh, oh there she is. Hello. <laughs> hello. Can you hear both of us? I think so. Santana, are you there? I'm here. What's up, guys? Hello, Danielle. Hi. We are so thankful that you're coming on the pod. We're ecstatic. <laughs> it was touch and go for a second. I didn't know. I was hopeful. I was optimistic. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Over there, I would come on the pod. Yeah, but... Uh, you guys, I didn't even know you had a pod. 
That's, you... It's better that way, honestly. You should forget about it immediately. <laughs> you you and... asked me yesterday and you were like, can I call you for Theory of Mess? I'm like, but why? <laughs> <laughs> Clearly, it's nothing important if I need to call you for 30 minutes. <laughs> Uh, anyways, okay, so you're we're recording. So tell us who Danielle Tran is. Give us the short bio. Oh, this is like harder than interviews, you guys. I was never good at this. No, it's I had easy. like no, I had like ten different versions for interviews. You know, when they asked you like, tell me more about yourself, yeah. and like it never sat, it never sounded right, and never flew off the tongue. Oh no! <laughs> like, okay, give I us your best like, shot. No. <laughs> um. So I grew up here in Minnesota. I um, grew up like 20 minutes outside Minneapolis, but I've lived here pretty much my whole life. I'm an eight peat gopher, so I've been here for eight years. A what? Um, oh, eight peat? Eight, eight peat. Yeah. Is nice. that a term? I just, I think I just made it up in my head, but I think it might be a term. No, yeah, uh, definitely a term. I think you sure. saying that will confu- would confuse the residencies, but I guess it worked out. <laughs> I don't want to jump ahead, but keep going. Keep going. That's true. I, I've been, I did undergrad in the school here. Um, I don't know what else you guys. I'm really bad at this question. Well, you like, know, this was always the weakest part of the interview for me. I'm like, oh. Danielle, don't say Literally nothing. <laughs> the city you grew up, it's it's our hometown. You and me both. Plymouth. Plymouth. Oh, yeah. <laughs> wow. We went to high. We went to the same high school. No, you didn't. Really? You went to Armstrong, right? Oh, whoopsies. <laughs> Is Armstrong in Plymouth? Uh, what's up? I grew up in Plymouth, but uh, went to Armstrong. Armstrong was in Plymouth. That explains a lot about you. I'm just kidding. Oh, <laughs> it really yeah. does. It really does. Santana, for, for, Santana's from St. Paul, so he doesn't know, but for Plymouth is divided into the poor, destitute folks <laughs> who went to Armstrong okay. and the rich, upper-class Wyzetta. Wyzetta, the public school, the largest public school in the state. Wait, are we hating on Wyzetta now? That's valid. But let's not forget how awful Edina is. Let's turn our mutual hatred back to those who deserve it most. Edina blows. (laughs) Uh, Danielle, did you take off any time between high school, undergraduate, or med school? Wow. Oh, God, I wish I did. I wish I took five years off. And I, like, honestly, I, so I went straight through and I was so tired. And, but honestly, I don't even think I was tired. I think I was just lazy. First year of my school was so hard. I was like, man, this blows. And everyone was so gung ho. And I'm like, I'm like straight up not having a good time, y'all. And everyone, was, everyone like worked so hard, I think, but me. Um, I but be- yes, I, I probably should have taken. Like school burnout, undergraduate. You go undergraduate to, to right to med school, a little school burnout there. But honestly, thinking back to my senior year of college, I didn't work that hard then either. So like, <laughs> I, like I remember one of our classmates asked me like if I was in this like like top notch honors class. She was like, "Oh, you must have been in that class with me because they, you know, we both went to U of M." And I was like. No, I was, <laughs> I was like, I was taking like Harry Potter classes. And I also like, I also like studied English. So I was like writing my like she like wrote her thesis on like this like I don't know, really hard science biochemistry topic, and I wrote mine on whether um, Lord Voldemort or Harry Potter was the true protagonist. Um, I wrote, like I wrote like a ten page paper on this. I'm like, I don't think I even worked that hard. So my school, I think I was just lazy. Like I wasn't even burnt out. I think I should have waited five years. 
and like matured up a bit. Before no way. My no way. Started. Yeah. No way. You yeah. got a, a jump start on it. You can retire by the time you're like 45 or 50. <laughs> we'll see you guys. But uh, yeah, it's over. Thank God. Yeah. Bless up. Wait, wait. The other part of who Danielle Train is, now that you brought it up, which uh-huh. Harry Potter uh, school would you have been part House. of? House. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, honestly, okay. I think like in college, I was like a little bit more anal or type A, so I probably would have gotten Ravenclaw anal. then. But now, now I'm like straight up a Hufflepuff or a Gryffindor. It just depends on like what I'm feeling. I'm, yeah. I always get, I always get Gryffindor or I always get Hufflepuff. Yeah, and yeah. I've never gotten Slytherin. Kevin, what are you? Uh, did we take the quiz? I don't know. We did, and I was Slytherin. Slytherin, Ugh. yeah. Kevin, which, you're a Slytherin. Which Franny says isn't bad, guys. They're all they're just misunderstood. The Slytherin. Franny doesn't no, know. They're what not she's bad guys about. at all. What? <laughs> I'm a Hufflepuff too, Danny. So shout out Hufflepuff game. <laughs> okay. Cedric they're Diggory, like house. R.I.P. They're like. Yeah. I think their common room is near the kitchen, so we can just eat, you know, with oh, the perfect. house elves. Yeah. <laughs> And then anything else about you grew up in uh, Plymouth. What do you have any siblings? You know, do you grow up with your parents? That kind of thing. Yeah, I so I grew up with my mom and dad and my sister. Um, my mom is Vietnamese, and then my dad um, was like my uh, adopted dad. He, he didn't adopt me. He was just my dad, but um, we're not related. <laughs> they weren't married either. He was just like the father figure in my house. But he signed all my school notes. And all my truancy notes, and they're always like, well, "Whose last name is this?" Because we had different last names. <laughs> but he's so he's Norwegian. So I grew up in like a mixed household, which was pretty fun. Um, and Very my sister fun. lives here. She's a pharmacist. Uh, and we're pretty close. Dang, a bunch of overachievers over there in the Tran family. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> did Did your mom grow up in Vietnam? Yeah, she's a interior designer here. She was like real estate agent. Um, she's like a real estate agent, and then my dad, he's an accountant. Gotcha. Yeah. <laughs> gotcha. Nice. Now that we know Danielle Tran. Now that you've gotten my whole, I should have. You guys should have prepped me. You should have practiced with me for interview season. Yeah, like that... I could have. I could have delivered that rather than the ten different versions that I delivered, <laughs> or like attempted never delivered. <laughs> yeah, no, that was perfect. That was pitch perfect. Uh, next yeah, time you get the interview, you're gonna do great. Yeah, we'll just uh, I'll just send you a snippet of the podcast, and you can just play that. For <laughs> okay, so the next question is, what are you doing right now? Normally, people talk about their rotation they're in, but fourth uh, year med school, it's the best. Well, currently, right now, I am catching up on my onboarding. <laughs> I haven't done any of it, nice. <laughs> and they're starting to send me emails. <laughs> 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 Like, we see that you haven't started any <laughs> um, For my dad, like, you are onboarding <laughs> for residency because you got matched to University of Washington. Is that correct? Yeah. In internal medicine. Oh, yeah, we're all doing IM. True. Yeah. You got to... Are you excited? I uh, Yeah, I'm super excited. I've never lived away from Minneapolis. <gasps> Wow. Yeah, I'm so I was like, I knew I wanted to go somewhere else. I'm like, I should try it. It'd be fun. Um, and I've always wanted to live in Seattle. Oh. Um, so that should be fun. It's going to be great. You're living um, w- one of my alternative lives because University of Washington was also one of my top picks. 
So I'm low-key jealous. Oh, but you can come visit me. I feel like you're also living my alternative life. Because didn't she match to Colorado? Yes. It was it was like up there for me as well. I was like considering it. So I was like, could have you know, we are the same person. We'll, we're just both like two sides of the same coin right now. You're like so my true. alter ego. So true. I wonder which, yeah. Very Hufflepuff for yeah. both of you. <laughs> it's true. Yeah. Well, yeah, we'll have to we'll have to swap. Stories, you'll have a nicer schedule than me. I'll like every sure. time I'm upset, I'll start to regret that and think about the Colorado <laughs> schedule. No. The four plus four. Yeah. <laughs> they really tried to convince me that it's not that bad at Washington. They're like, oh, no, no, no. Just, you know, a couple overnights here and there. <laughs> they were like, the one guy was like, we haven't known anything mm. else. So, like, oh. you know, like, <laughs> this is like, we're used to it. Yeah. Wait, yeah, didn't they recently just go on a strike? For, for better working conditions uh, for higher pay no that was a couple of years for ago. higher pay they yeah. formed a union they're working on it you're working on it that's awesome though isn't it danielle just to be done with med school basically a week away from graduate it's a week from today no a week from tomorrow we're graduating from med school wow and our oh, last yeah. month we're just chilling doing onboarding traveling going to concerts just living large. <laughs> yeah true living large yeah this month has been super nice i've just been traveling where did you um, Where did you go? I went to. Uh, I've been visiting friends, so I have a friend doing her residency in Portland, Maine. Wow. And that place is so cute. Um, they call it Vacation Land there. Isn't that funny? Like their license <laughs> plates in Maine call, say Vacation Land. Um, Why didn't she take because, Alex Bishop? She went to school in Maine. I know. I should. I should have taken her. <laughs> she. I've never seen her so excited for me to go somewhere. She'd be like, I can't wait for you to go to Portland, Maine. Like the day I arrived, she was like, I hope you have a fabulous time. I woke up in the morning. There was like, good morning. I'm having an amazing. I'm just kidding. But she was very excited for me to go to Portland. Um, and then I went to Costa Rica right after. And then I just came back from San Diego. I'm kind of pooped. Oh, my God. Uh, but it's been super fun. Uh, I feel like I got to catch up on all my emails now. Oh, yeah. But, what a joy. Yeah. I know. <laughs> Did you go surfing? I went boogie boarding. <laughs> I don't know how to surf. And honestly, oh, I'm not that strong of a swimmer, you guys. Oh, no. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like I'm not that confident in my swimming abilities. <laughs> like, when we were in Costa Rica, we went whitewater rafting. And I, like, jumped out of the raft to go swimming for a bit. And then the guide was like, swim this way. And everyone started swimming. And I was the one that got, like, pulled away by the current. <laughs> Oh, like, God. Like, someone had to, like, grab onto me because I was dead weight. I was, like, kicking so hard. I was doing nothing. Um, <laughs> I'm, like, not that. And, like, I tell people this, and they're, like, no, it's okay. Like, swimming is really tough. Like, you must not have taken lessons. Like, no, I took two summers of swimming lessons. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> I think like, you got to hit the weight room, Danielle. You got to beef up. That's the problem. <laughs> or just steer clear of the ocean. The ocean's a scary place. I say well, I'm so I went to co- <laughs> So I went to Costa Rica, and our last day we stayed in Tamarindo, which is like a spring break town. But yeah, all day I just boogie boarded (laughs) and like drank pina coladas on the beach and rode into shore. It was great. Sounds like paradise. Yeah. (laughs) It's funny that all the current residents or current doctors, the same advice here over and over. 
don't do any work. Just make sure you travel and relax before residency. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, for sure. I feel like I've been graduated since October. Like, the moment I submitted ERAS, I was done. Like, <laughs> I remember, like, I stopped asking people. Like, I, I remember I had peds right after. Yeah. And, like, obviously, I'm a fourth year doing peds, so they knew I didn't want to do it. Um, <laughs> and, like... I was, I never asked once, like, if I could help with anything else. I was so unhelpful. I would, like, do the bare minimum and then pick up my bag and be like, have a great day, you guys. <laughs> yeah. Wait, wait. So, you, okay. So, you wow. didn't work during fourth year. You didn't work hard I, undergrad. You didn't work during first no. year. When is the, the hardest time in your life when you've been really applying yourself? Um, second year when I realized I had to take step one. <laughs> I was yeah. like, oh, no, that yep. came at me quick. That's legitimate. <laughs> Oof. Yeah. Legitimate answer. But now you get, just get like to that... coast for the rest of your days. Yeah. Hopefully. <laughs> uh, yeah. Isn't, isn't University of Washington one of the harder working programs in the nah. country? It's going to be. Yeah. Easy, I don't know. I, just, I really want to live in Seattle, you guys. <laughs> oh, it's going to be awesome. It's going to be so sick. Uh, Did you get an apartment yet? looking for okay seattle only gives requires a 20-day notice for people to give like a vacant notice and so it's been like kind of tough to find an apartment so i'm i've applied for one and the move-in date is coming up and they haven't replied back so we'll see if i'm homeless or not (laughs) that Um, is stressful 20 days it has been i yeah it has been stressful and I like to think I'm low key, but I'm not that low key. I'm like, <laughs> oh yeah, I'm super stressed out. I just, no. I just want to know where I'm living. <laughs> but so if you don't get this one, then you still have some time because of the 20 days. Oh yeah, notice. there's okay. there's so many options. It's just like the pricing is so high Oof. in Seattle. Oof, duh. Um, inflation, and then it's like yeah, inflation is high, and the location is super important. Oh yeah, um, which, which yeah, which part of town are you trying to live in? Okay, so I've actually never been to Seattle, <laughs> and I've never been to, I don't know anyone there, so I want to live in Capitol Hill, because okay. it's supposed to be very, like, fun. That's and the hot spot. That's yep. where you want to It's the hot spot. I also know myself, and I am, like, an anxious driver, so I already yeah. know the, the key, like, the bar for me to get in my car and meet up with friends at night is low. I, like, need to walk, or it's no no game for me. Oh, yep. sure. Um, you live right on so, the, the public uh, yeah, and I want to be in the public transport, so, so I would love to live in Capitol Hill first year. But y'all, I qualify for the low income housing, nice. but that means I still pay minimum fifteen hundred dollars for like less than five hundred square foot apartment Bruh. for low income low income housing. This is like they give you this price oh. because you're right. Oh. Yep, it That's is okay. kind of. Um, <laughs> It is kind of funny that uh, as a doctor, you're going to be a low, a qualified for low-income housing. <laughs> yeah, something's wrong with that sentence. Pretty sus. But at least you can afford I, it. You know. I, yeah. Yes, that's very true. But, okay, so yes. Santana <laughs> has been to Seattle. I've been to Seattle. I, We're both going to give you one recommendation. We've both been to Seattle. Okay. We're going to follow up in a couple months once you get there. Okay. My one rec, you got to do this. It's the Chihuly <laughs> Museum. Do oh you, yeah. Do you know Chihuly? No. What's his what? first name? He is a famous uh, artist who creates sculptures from glass blowing. That's and, cool. And it's probably the coolest art museum I've ever been to. Dale Chihuly. Okay, I'll go there. Chihuly I'll write it down. Museum. Santana, what's yours? He wears an eye patch, which is pretty dope. <laughs> uh, so, right next to the Chihuly Museum is the Space Needle. Okay. 
And I think that you should do that as well. You can easily do them. It'll take you a couple hours, one Saturday or something. There's also a really nice park there. Uh, That's what I would recommend. I thought that the Space Needle was a lame tourist trap previously. It's like, that's dumb. But it's actually so cool. You get such a cool view of the mountains and the city and and the ocean. Yeah, okay. I'm going to use that. I'll for sure do that. I'm super excited to live in like the PNW and live out my twilight dreams, you know? Yep. Like, meet, meet a nice little vampire. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm going to hit up La Push, look for a werewolf. Yeah. <laughs> oh, a werewolf. Yes. Yeah, so, yeah. So you're on Team Jacob? I think he's more handsome, like objectively. <laughs> objectively. Not my type. I, 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 did, I did see Rob Pattinson in the new Batman movie, yeah. and it was really good. Like yes. I'm all for emo Batman. Oh. That Rob Pyre, yeah, it was very good. Agreed. One hundred percent agreed. Okay, we're getting off topic. We what? got <laughs> we're way off topic. Back <laughs> to the hard hitting questions. Number three. Uh-huh. Oh, what's your favorite medical school memory? Memory from medical school. Uh, oh, you guys, you like asked me this yesterday, and I, it's like hard to come up with one. Because there's so many good ones. <laughs> there's a ton of good ones. You can name okay. like top two, but I want to hear okay. the best. Uh, or one of the best. Definitely, one of the be- definitely wasn't Path Lab. But, <laughs> uh, no way. You're telling me. Memory <laughs> was, I, okay, this is like not as inclusive, but I was in Thaikai my first two years. Oh, yeah. And so first, so first year was like a lot of fun for me. We did like pedal pubs. Mm-hmm. and like initiation week for us it it was like i i it was just a lot of partying and a lot of like making new friends pedal pub was really fun going down the streets um and then a lot of the events that bike high would hold and you guys had a I great a great class that year <laughs> yeah it was and it was like very carefree i feel like first year it was oh, like yeah. you studied but like there was nothing serious going on like no board exams so it was just very carefree, and it felt very, like, light. Yes. I don't know. It was, like, a different era. Oh, for sure. <laughs> I was, like, way stronger then, too. Like, and now I have, like, <laughs> half a beer. I had half a beer last night at a concert, and I thought I was going to vase a bagel. <laughs> I was like, what? <laughs> Were you a better swimmer back then, also? <laughs> yeah, I was, like, a better person. Like, you know? Like, <laughs> first year, I was great. And then, <laughs> yeah. You got worn down. So probably that. You'll get back. You'll get back. Don't worry about it. You're rejuvenating. <laughs> Danielle, after um after first year, an incoming a med student emailed me directly and said, Hey, um, where do you recommend living? And I said, How young are you? And they said, We're go- I'm going straight from undergrad. I go, You gotta live in the medical school fraternities because they are so close. You walk to school, you have built in yeah. friends, you have built in activities. Like it's the dream if if you're not like if you don't have if you're not raising kids or something or, or like used to an adult lifestyle, mm-hmm. it is it's it's kind of it's a very fun atmosphere. Um, did, if you're social, yeah, it's very nice. Did you get hazed? Did I get hazed? Yeah, or is um... that not free to divulge? Not free to divulge, Santana. Uh, I didn't get hazed. Who is um, your best friend? Officially on the book. <laughs> Who's your Who best my... best friend from the from the frat? I can't pick that. They're all my best friends. All if, if you're listening, you are all my best friends. <laughs> I believe it. 
the bonds of brotherhood. I'm always, yeah, Daniel. I'm always telling Santana he's my best med school friend, and he never returns the response. Wow. He never They're all re- my favorite. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> she's always like, "Thanks, Kevin." I mean, nothing else. Thanks, Kevin. <laughs> Thanks. I know. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's a good. That's a good general memory, though. Honestly, yeah, it's a good answer. Uh, okay, next question. Last question. Uh, most, most important question. Yes, and I know this is this can be a hard question for a lot of people, uh, but I think it'll be an easy question for you. What is your okay. hottest take? No, that's I don't know why you thought it was easy. For me. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying My to I was trying to gas take? you up. Um. You know what? I'm only saying this because this just happened last night because I went to a concert. My hottest take is that Taco Bell is not tacos. It's in its own genre. Wow. Like, if that is, it's pretty hot. I know. It's pretty uh, controversial. Whoa. But last night, after the concert, after I almost vasovagled for no reason, <laughs> I was like, I was like, getting in the car. And I'm like, you know what? I really need some food. I'm like, what do I want right now? And like, I don't know what happened. I'm just getting, this is my aging self at 25, I guess, but like I had a headache and I was like, man, like I'm really not feeling too hot. I'm like, what do I need? And I'm like, I don't know. I need a Chalupa from Taco Bell. <laughs> so I went to Ch- I went to Taco Bell with my, my boyfriend and he hates it. And I ate one Chalupa, man, it like saved me. I felt better. Like people always talk about like the gut rot that you get from Taco Bell, but it made me stronger. Like, I bet I could swim better too now. <laughs> Like, I, it was so good. But I'm like, I, he was, but we were talking about, I'm like, Taco Bell is not tacos. Cause he's like, these are the worst type of tacos. I'm like, no, you can't compare Taco you Bell cannot. to any. Yeah. Cause like, if you're telling your friends, like, hey, y'all, I'm going out to get some tacos, you don't come back with Taco <laughs> Bell. Like, you know, <laughs> yeah, like, like, nobody does that. Like, like you say, you say, like, you say, like, I'm going to go get some Taco Bell. Exactly. You know? And I'm like, that's a good it's point. It's not comparable. No yeah, one so goes like, to Taco Bell for tacos, basically. Yeah. Like, no, no. And like, most of the Taco Bell that I ate last night was actually just five hot sauce packages that I like. <laughs> drenched over my chalupa so like i'm not there for the taco i'm actually there for the fire sauce right so it's it's its own it's its own category um so i don't think it should be considered tacos hot take uh, but true take true take yeah <laughs> every hot take has a nugget of truth <laughs> <laughs> and i think i agree 100 percent. yeah it is its yeah, own but it's i don't its think anyone category. would describe it as a talk ta- they'd say it's mexican food i wouldn't even say it's mexican food either <laughs> I, I, I wouldn't say that either i it, it's something though and it's very and american i'll tell you that it's too, yeah like live moss yeah for sure that's american like who, <laughs> no mexican guy invented live moss no uh, way. the baja blast what like come on very like, mountain like, dude that says american on it <laughs> yeah anyways it saved me last night so i know that it gives a lot of people diarrhea just I would keep my mind open to it, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's got a lot of curative properties. I think. Yeah. <laughs> I think you indirectly stumbled upon a hot take because ta- some <laughs> some people would say Taco Bell is trash food. Never eat it. Well, those people are <laughs> idiots. You know what I call them? <laughs> Fools. Uh, the theory that I've heard about Taco Bell causing uh, digestive issues is that. People 
who eat Taco Bell more often tend to have terrible diets. So they're typically eating <laughs> processed foods, mm-hmm. fast foods, mm-hmm. and then they go and they eat Taco Bell, which has some vegetables in it and a lot of fiber, and it's just a shock to the system. <laughs> You mean That's like true. the sprinkle of vegetables shocks yeah, the system? Yeah, it's like, the beans it's and like, the vegetables. like a, a dash of iceberg lettuce and like a few tomatoes and like some like mystery meat that they've reheated right. on like a slightly like the outer edges of the shallow kind of scale. Yes. You know. A couple of refried beans <laughs> yeah. and their body can't handle it. <laughs> it's not Well, I don't ready. know what's wrong with my gut. You know what? I will. I will give a disclosure that I am a well-seasoned Taco Bell consumer, oh. and for my thirteenth birthday, my mom was like, "What do you want for your special meal?" And I was said Taco Bell. So the whole family had to go for my thirteenth birthday. That's awesome. So this gut, this body has seen a lot. Of Taco Bell. <laughs> your microbiome is yeah, used to Taco Bell. I, I will <laughs> disclose that. <laughs> this is a lifelong passion of yours. 13. <laughs> Your quinceanera, you went to Taco Bell. <laughs> yeah, my quinceanera was last week. I'm still 16, honestly. Uh, I, only a, went, I only went to Taco Bell twice in the entire med school. Wow. Once was because uh, I was the DD and the passengers wanted Taco Bell at 2 a.m. Classic. And, and the other time, I was driving back from Oconia at at 4 a.m. or something like that Oof. from after like a surgery rotation i was just starving those are the times when you go to taco but, bell when it's there yeah. for you oh, i always want it sober i'm gonna be honest like in my most lucid mind i'm always like taco bell um uh, but, no, yeah I'm, I'm a fan of taco bell as well you're not alone yeah. here thank you thank you so much it's the it's the steak chill the order to get hot take even hotter than the last take oh here we go is the the steak chalupa you gotta get it. Get it. four fire sauce packages per chalupa. <laughs> Otherwise, it's not enough. Okay. So, yes. Yeah, Good your microbiome is destroyed with all those fire it's, packages. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, <You're> n- <laughs> I always get the. Uh, oh, it's like a pocket, the crunch wrap. Oh, that's baby. my oh, go-to. Yeah. Oh, so good. That was super good. I used to get it when I was taking the mega bus between Chicago and Minneapolis. We would stop at a gas station. Man, that's risky. On a bus with other people. I know. Yeah, you'd stop by Toma, Wisconsin. Uh, talk two Taco Bells in that city. Wrong. <laughs> we would not stop in Toma. Uh, Danielle, bad news. They don't have Taco Bell in Washington State. What? Really? I'm, I'm really? Make, I'm making that up. Oh, I was going to be like... Dude. No, I can't change the the rank anymore. Like, I, mean, I would never have if I knew that. They're too hipster. They only have mom and pop taco spots there. Oh, uh, I don't think I ate a single taco when I was there. Actually, they might not even have any tacos in the whole city. Yeah, who knows? Okay, you know, I I don't even like tacos that much, which is a very unpopular opinion. Damn, um, so but, many hot but, but, but also, this is also why I am saying that because I'm not a big taco person, but I love Taco Bell. Taco Bell isn't tacos, you know? Right, yeah, just exactly. further just, evidence. Yeah, there's further evidence that it's just its own entity. Like, it's all disgusting <laughs> entity. No, I think you're on to something. Have you had the Taco Bell breakfast? Yeah, I have. <laughs> like, only once, though, it was before I went canoeing. <laughs> I, like, always eat Taco Bell before I do, like, very strenuous activities on the water, which is like Super pretty risky because 
really risky yeah like what if you know one day i just like you know blow the bum and it's just not good <laughs> but it hasn't happened yet yeah um, it's a matter of time though yeah, you know, people call me brave for this reason, and I agree. <laughs> uh, I have great, great news for you right now. Yeah. You go it? to the Chihuly Museum. You love it, right? You spend a couple <laughs> okay. hours. Then okay. you go to the, Space the Space Needle after that. Uh-huh. And then guess how far away a Taco Bell is from the Space Needle? Five minutes? You're talking... 0.8 mile, miles away, <laughs> you walk yourself to Taco Bell and you have the perfect day in Seattle. Wow. <laughs> that is perfect. Thank you so much. I, you know what? You've just made my itinerary. I've never been there, but that's going to be the first thing I do when I get there. Right day off the one. plane. Nice <laughs> oh, that makes me laugh. Good hot take. Great. Thank you. I just uh, came up with it. Uh... Yeah, no, but I agree 100%. I, I agree with everything you're saying right now, Danielle. I think maybe we are, <laughs> what did you say? Two sides of the same coin? Yeah, I can be, you can be Batman, I'll be the other one, or what's it called? Never mind. Robin? I don't know. <laughs> 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 no. Wait a minute, I want to be Batman, then you can be Robin. No, no, no. <laughs> no, no I want to be... You're Batman and Santana's Bruce Wayne. That's Ooh, wait, there we go. Which, oh. which Bruce Wayne though is it like the Playboy Bruce Wayne or emo Bruce Wayne? Definitely emo. <laughs> <laughs> You're Never. Rob Pattinson. Yeah. Bruce Wayne. Okay, I'll be a, I'll be Christian Bale Bruce Wayne then. Oh, okay. perfect, perfect. <laughs> well, uh, you guys should come visit me in Seattle. I'll be living in a tiny apartment, but mm-hmm. I'll get a super nice air mattress. Oh, I'll, I'll like spend the money. Get the super nice one, like mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. I'll have a headboard and like some cup holders. Wow! And you guys can sleep on sleep on my air mattress. <laughs> I um have some best friends in Seattle, so I definitely will be there in the next three years. So I'll definitely hit you up. We'll hang out. Yeah, have so much fun. And uh, you can visit Santana in Colorado because that was like your alternative. Oh yeah, alternative life. We already bought a super nice air mattress, so I'm one step ahead of you. <laughs> That'd be super. We can all go hiking. Yes, right, and I'll be in Madison. Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) we will totally visit you. We will also visit you, or you can come visit us. (laughs) One or the other. (laughs) I don't know which one yet, but. (laughs) Uh, Well, thanks for coming on the pod. Anything else before we let you go? Hey yeah, guys, thanks for having me. I'm excited to listen to every single one of your podcasts from now on. Wow. <laughs> and I'll be your first, I'll be your subscriber and I'll come in like, like a share. <laughs> yeah, please give us a five star review. Hello. <laughs> uh, okay, we'll catch you later. Bye. See you guys later. Bye. See ya. Just the best. Right? Yeah, just the best. That was... Let's get this mother crawl! No, that's not what I was looking for. That interview... Wow, 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 it's very nice. Wow, wow, wow. After that interview, I'm saying that was a... A great success. Uh, I agree. Nice job, Danielle. Okay. You know what time it is. Oh, baby. You know what I'm always saying? Hydrate... Or dihydrate. <laughs> Is that a phrase? Or I never heard that. I love that. I just poured my drink right onto <laughs> yeah, myself. I love. Have you? Did you make that up? Or? 
No, that's a common saying. Oh my god, that is one of my mottos, though. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> oh, anyways, what's next? Nice job, Danielle. Shout out to Bubbly. Shout yeah. out to Chuck Levin's Washington Music Center. You know, you guys know the drill. Shout out, shout out, shout, shout out, out shout Danielle. Out, shout out, shout out. So excited! It is kind of crazy that she's moving without visiting. Uh, yeah, I wonder. But it'll be fine. Capitol Hill, that's a great spot. Yeah, she's t- she knows what she's talking about. Yeah, she's she's golden. How far away from uh, University of Washington is Capitol Hill? Like her, the main training spot? Because you did your away rotation. They have there. three training spots, and they're split evenly. So okay. one of them is in is uh, a bus ride, or train, or you can take a train or a streetcar from Capitol Hill. Like twenty minutes tops, depending on awesome. how far you, south you, you live. Streetcar, that's awesome. The university, I think, is a little bit further, twenty-five minutes on, on the, the public transit or on the legit on the train. Yeah. Oh, great. On the yeah, and then the VA is like you have to drive there. Yeah, right. A little bit further. VA always making it difficult. The VA that'll be so nice for her. I'm excited. Okay, what's next? What's next, Santana? Let's 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 move on. Uh, Kevin's corner. You got it. Do you? There you go. Kevin's corner. It's been foreshadowed the entire podcast. Has it? Yeah. Remember when we were talking about doing nothing fourth year? And I you do. Say, yeah, we're not getting paid. Not only are we not getting paid, we're paying a ton of money. I do. You know, I do remember. I'll say it once. I'll say it a thousand times. Average debt coming out of med school, 200K. You are right. <laughs> So, we're both sitting around. Wait, is this Kevin's corner? Yes, Kevin's corner. Okay. Yep. We're both sitting around chilling, fourth year med school, a lot of chilling. Yes. I think we might have talked on the podcast before, but I want to dive into Kevin's corner. Okay. The three-year medical school. Oh, boy. Go on. Give a sounder for it. Uh, The three. Go on. (laughs) Um, We have one, kind of. At the University of Minnesota. Whoa. I didn't know that. EPAC. Oh, I did know that. It's our peers who know they're going to do a pediatrics residency. Instead of time-based four years. Time-based. It is competency-based. Competency. And you can graduate in as fast as 36 months, three years. From medical school? Yeah. I they think, all graduate in 36 months. No, not everyone. If you're not meeting the competencies, it takes maybe three and a half years. For medical school? Yeah, yeah. And I don't think so. Yeah, yeah, for sure. EPAC. What are the competencies? I don't know, but... Dude. It's not time-based. It's competency-based. It's not time-based, but there are no competencies <laughs> in medical school. You just take tests. They just have to finish tests, finish their yeah, required... Anyways, yeah, you're right. The huge, overwhelming majority, three years, then they get... No! Me- <laughs> you're wrong! No. They all go after three years. You apply. You have to meet the requirements. The residency itself is competency-based. So you come in as an intern when you should be in your fourth year, and you can advance your residency slightly quicker. No, 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 that's not right. Are you serious? Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm 100% positive that it's med school is competency-based, and when you are ready to enter residency, then you enter the normal pediatric residency. Well, they all entered after three years. Uh, yeah, I mean, right, because what you're saying, the competency is like, we just like click buttons, and we meet the co- Click, click, click. Yeah, I agree. History, physical. But- the purpose of it is because you can turn on Epic. You can cut out some of the four years of med school. A whole, a full year. Clearly, 
Danielle said it herself. She's been done since October, basically. Yeah, that was... <laughs> you and me, me both, right? Well... Um, and so it got me to thinking, how many of these three-year med school programs are there? Well, we can look this up. We can. And you did. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> University of Minnesota does the EPAC, the pediatrics. Already covered. University of Colorado hey. does uh, the pediatric, quick Whoa. med school to go into res- residency. University of Utah, University of California, San Fran. UCSF. Yeah. As it's known. Not only that, there is an organization called... The cons- Consortium of Accelerated Medical Pathway Programs. Is this going to be another appeal to authority? No, it's not. <laughs> but there's a huge list. Uh, this is United States and Canada that are three years. Okay. NYU, Penn yep. State, yep. Family Medicine Accelerated at Texas Tech, Ooh. Mercy University, University mm-hmm. uh, UC Davis yes. Accelerated Pathway, Green Bay, Wisconsin. Whoa. Uh, you can do it. Any, it's, it's 20 schools mm-hmm. that have an accelerated program. Somewhere between three years and four years. Right. Um, yeah, so Mayo ca- Clinic. Is Mayo Clinic one of them, too? I think they have one. Um, or they're ramping it up. Okay, they might be ramping it up. Yeah, I mean, this isn't a comprehensive list. This is a list of schools that are part of this like consortium. Oh, gotcha. Yeah, Mayo um, Clinic, they would never join a consortium. So, uh, Kevin's Corner. A, do you think it's a good idea? Santana? Yes. Oh, that's, that was quick. <laughs> <laughs> B... Do you think every med school will be this in 50 years? No. Well, no. Why? The money. (laughs) The money. The money. I think schools... uh, Yeah, I just don't... I mean, 50 years, I guess, is a long time. So maybe they'll eventually make the transition. But, like, big universities take forever to do this stuff, as we know. Uh, But maybe 50 years is enough time. But also, they're losing a quarter of their tuition revenue. Right. So unless it's a like the University of Minnesota, that's like five people that do it. No, it's tiny. Yeah, six maybe. Right. It's less than ten. It might only be four. I can only think of four people from our class that did it. Um, University uh, NYU, for example, does three years, but they have a uh, a donation a donor an endowment that pays for the tuition for all their students right so, so they're, they're not losing on revenue they're not losing on right. revenue at all they're right. incentivized to become more efficient right um i think you're 100 percent right because unfortunately there is only a limited supply of medical school spots mm-hmm. so as most medical students can't like choose say oh i have all these options i'm going to go to the three-year programs it's just going to be a lot less right and as long as there's a limited supply, there's not like a huge motivation for schools to change. Yeah. So you're right. I could see like the elite, like already as we're seeing, like a lot of them are elite right. schools or it's NYU. an elite program within the school. Right. Yep. Uh, but yeah, I do think they should do it. because I think it should 100%. Have we never talked about this before? That it should be competency-based, quote-unquote, and they should have lit, like more clear-cut competencies we never talked about this uh maybe because i so our third year was cut was weird because of covid so we did half of it online um and so i was legitimately nervous i was nervous starting rotations in general i was like this is so weird i've never done anything like this but i was legitimately nervous that i personally would not be as competent after one and a half years of rotations as i would be after the two years 
that I was anticipating. Yeah, that a I was ton of our peers were worried about that. I was like, what the heck? I'm not going to know how to do anything. I'm going to become a resident that's going to be a dead weight. Uh, and that just turned out to not, I mean, those fears were completely unfounded. Well, we'll see. <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. That's a good point. Check back in in a couple weeks. <laughs> but uh, midway through, or towards the end of my third year, I was like, wow, I feel like I am ready for, I could do with a little bit more responsibility, um, you know, just to work, you know, just to continue to progress. Right. Um, when I was on like, whatever, I mean, there were some rotations where I was, you know, I was busy all day, but for other ones, it was like, oh, okay. I'm just kind of like along for the ride. And if it were competency based, I think I could test out at this point and oh, sure. start yeah. my residency. Yep. I've finished my step exams. I know how to take a history and a physical. Right. I right. know how to write all the notes. I know how to order labs. I know how to call the nurse. Yes. You know what I mean? Yes. Um, but the system just is not set up that way. Right. Well, technically, like every school has to do competency based, but like you're saying, it's just kind of a fallacy. Everyone just clicks buttons and you're and you meet them. Right. And I'm saying that I met those competencies probably like nine months before my graduation. Right. So it's like, what really am I? And I had some valuable experiences since then, but just not as condensed and concentrated as they would be if I would have started residency nine months ago. Yes. Yep. You know? I totally agree, and I'm sure most med students do. So I think that it would be great. Right now, when I'm thinking about med school, I'm thinking... Enough is enough! <laughs> Agreed. <laughs> I'm thinking... I'm going to end this once and for all. <laughs> That's Kevin's Corner. Great... Uh, Thank you. Great topic. <laughs> you didn't have anything else to add after my long rant? Oh, no. I, I 100% agree. I If it was competency-based, we would have met those competencies at least a few months ago, if yeah. not earlier. Yeah. Yeah. If it was truly competency-based. It was truly competency-based, which is really interesting. I was just visiting my friend who's a dental student, and their graduation is truly competency-based in that they have to complete a certain number of procedures. Yes. Yep. Like three of like three examples of a bunch of different procedures uh, that they have to finish before they're able to graduate and right. practice. Right. But the difference is that they're going straight into practice in many cases, whereas we get to go uh, keep keep learning. Exactly. Uh, in hindsight, don't you wish you had gone to NYU right away? Our freshman year, they announced the free tuition. Of course, they have a three-year pathway to the MD degree. Individual pathway for 20 programs. I mean... Uh, <laughs> and you get to live in the Big Apple, baby? The Big Apple. The city that never sleeps? Exactly. Oh, man. Santana's bopping, bipping and bopping around city. Oh, man. <laughs> okay, our final segment. You know what it is. It is... The hmm. mailbag. Which one do you want? Dealer's choice. Okay. Hmm. That right there is the mail. Now let's talk about the mail. Can we talk about the mail, please, Mac? I'm dying to talk about the mail with you all day, okay? <laughs> That's Always Sunny in Philadelphia, the television show. Santana's taking a little bathroom break, it looks like. So I'll even play one more mailbag intro sounder 
The classic, one of the first ones. We deliver, we deliver. Speed, convenience, price. It's a package only we can deliver. Express mail from your postal service. We deliver for you. So let me open the mailbag. I got a pretty good one for this week. The old mailbag. I'll repeat it when Santana gets back. But the mailbag question is, if you had the wealth of Elon Musk, would you buy Twitter or what would you put your money towards? It has to be one big purchase. That is a mailbag question. Thank you for the submission. Santana, one more time. If you had the wealth of Elon Musk, would you buy Twitter or what would you put your money towards? has to be one big purchase. One big purchase, you say. It's very topical, considering it was announced this week that he's going to buy it. Yes. Um, 44 bill. 44 billion. See you later. That could take care of some med school debt. <laughs> no, I would not buy Twitter. What would you do? Hmm. I can go first if you want. If I can only buy one thing, I'm not going to buy any one thing for $44 billion. Or, like, invest it or something. It says buy... One, one big, big thing. One, yeah, one big purchase. One big purchase. You yep. go ahead. I would buy one of the private medical schools. And I would implement all the things I wanted to implement. 44 bill? Yep. So I would make it three years. I would make the first year at cost with all the third-party resources. Oh, yeah, Exactly. Or maybe just free tuition, do like the do the stipend. But I would Which one would you buy? Oh, that's a great question. I don't know, probably one in the south so I could live like in Florida or something. Uh, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like Vanderbilt? Like MCW uh Milwaukee popped in my mind because it's the closest. Yeah. But yeah, I would definitely buy up one of the ones in the south. And there's the, then you're living the your best life like on the coast. Duke? Could yeah. you buy Duke's medical school? Duke's beautiful. Forty billion dollars. You think that's enough? Oh yeah. I have oh, no yeah. idea. That's Easy. Unfathomable. Unfathomable. Word. Or <laughs> God dang it. <laughs> it's a large amount of money. Yeah. Is what I'm trying to say. But you definitely could afford one of the med schools, one of the private med schools for that kind of money. I guess so, yeah, probably. Um that'd be mine. Cause it takes money to make change. Everyone knows that. I would not do that. Yeah, I mean it's it's controversial. Unfathomable. Unfathomable. Exactly. Unfathomable. Um, wait, so what? you didn't say which one you would buy. You said one in the South. Oh, I don't know. Off the top of my head. Bro, come on. Uh, bro. Well, you're thinking bro. of your answer. I can look them up, but... <sighs> well, hmm. Hmm. I guess I would probably buy a house. Oh, my God. Come on. <laughs> can you be a little bit more creative for... Pete's sake. I don't know, man. I don't I'm not really a consumer. <laughs> You're gonna buy a house in your life, I promise you. Uh yeah, I hope to. Are you talking about like one of the nicest houses? Do you really want like a gigantic, gigantic mansion mansion? Is that what you're saying? No, that's not what I'm you saying. You only want to buy one thing and you're gonna go with a house. Yeah, a nice house with a yard. It's not a different company. It's not a like, I don't want to own a company. <laughs> Too much work. Not interested in it. If I had 44 bill, oh yeah. boy. I think I would, uh, I don't know what I would do. I'd call up 
Habitat for Humanity. Be like, how much? How much you need? Blank check. What do you need? Let's buy. Let's build some houses. I want one though. <laughs> <laughs> one of the build me one, uh, one house with a yard, and I'll I'll build you guys a mill, a million other houses. Dang, there you go. I think that's a good answer. I think it's an okay answer. What? <laughs> I'd buy Emory. Mm. Emory University. There's your answer. That's a great answer. Beautiful city. You've been there. I've been there. I did my away rotation there. What What would you change about the cardiac ICU rotation? Nothing. We're not doing the particulars, my man. We're making it three years. First <laughs> year, we're firing all the professors, making it third, oh my God, third, party, dude. third party resources. You're going to fire them? Yeah. They're all like tenured to the medical schools. That's the problem. You're going to fire them? Yes. I'll, I'll, that'll be part of the $44 billion buy, dollar buyout. Buy them out? Yeah. Buy out their contracts? Okay. That's I'm sure fair. they all would. That's fair. Yeah. What a great answer. What a great answer. Oh, you know what another good answer is, to be honest? What? I don't know why we didn't think of this earlier. It'd be an NBA team. It's one of the most lucrative purchases, or like an NFL team. One of the most lucrative purchases guaranteed gigantic revenue forever. Uh, That's also a great answer. That's a good answer. Which team? Well, a lot of them aren't for sale. Yeah, yeah, but, but I guess for the right price. But you got yeah for the right price there for sure, and you can definitely afford one for forty four billion. Yeah, which yeah. one would you pick? I think the last Only one sold one for like two bill. NBA or NFL? You got to pick one. NBA. That's my new answer. Forget the med school. Yeah, that's a way better answer. I'm sticking with my answer of buying a million homes. <laughs> <laughs> but as your backup, which team? I think I would still have enough left over. Five. I I mean, you could probably buy the Lakers for like five bill. Yeah, you're right. You're right. The bus family, they're in dire straits, dude. They <laughs> need the cash. Um, I mean, it's got to be the Lakers, right? It's got to be the Lakers. I might buy the Raptors because I'm a Raptors fan. Yeah. I think I would. I believe in the organization. I'd buy the Raptors. Okay. And that's kind of cool because they're not in the United States. Yeah, it'd be cool. That'd be for sure cool. But then you have to live in Toronto. Actually, you don't. No, I That's don't. That's not true at all. <laughs> <laughs> I could visit Toronto. I would get to meet Drake, probably. That's that's a great idea. I mean, the Lakers is a great idea because that team will never leave. Like, who knows? Toronto might be gone. And, not well, a, not with 44 not billion. Not if I own it. <laughs> <laughs> I can blackmail the city of Toronto to I, build me stuff? I'm staying with Emory University out of all the what? over sports teams. <laughs> but if I had to do backup, I would do a sports team for okay. sure. Okay. Wow. Which one? What a great question. Um, like Tampa Bay Buccaneers. It's a good team. You could change their uh brand. Yeah, it'd be the Tampa Bay Gales. Yeah. Abs- anything would be better. One of the worst <laughs> brands in sports, dude. What do you G A I L S. Like a gale of wind. Whoa. Whoa. It's <laughs> a great that's very abstract. You could do the Tampa Bay Shockers. You could. That'd be sick. They already have the lightning for the hockey team, so it'd kind of be on theme. It'd be on brand. Yeah. Because that's your unofficial mid- middle name, right? Yes. Very confusing situation with a middle name. You can't get into it. The podcast isn't long enough. No. <laughs> it's too much. It's not important. <laughs> uh, that's a great mailbag question, though. Yeah. That's the mailbag. We deliver, we deliver. 
speed, convenience, price. It's a package only we can deliver. Express mail from your postal service. We deliver for you. Thanks for writing in. Uh, who's that from? Uh, C. Praska. Wow. What a gr- friend Fr- of the pod. Friend of the pod. Great question. Love. Uh, keep them keep coming. Keep them coming. Kevin J. Gale, gmail.com. Or you can DM us. Yep. Or you can. Uh, what else? Snail mail. But write, we don't. You can write a, a review on P- Apple Podcasts. We'll see it. Uh, yeah, we'll totally see it. <laughs> we'll for sure see it. All right. Anything else this week? No. Great, great question. Great guest. Great guest. Great drink of choice, Bubbly. Yeah. And the next time you hear this podcast, a little teaser, we're going to do Foreshadowing. A, a live podcast. Well, not really. <laughs> live to tape podcast. Oh, how on about location. on location podcast at the graduation ceremony? Wow. Not. Wow. I was going to do like more of a. Oh, a little, Mis- a little bit of mystery. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, we should have we should have planned that out better. It's okay. I like it. Now we're committed. Yeah, so tune back in next week. Yep, for a special edition of Becoming a Doctor on location. On look, not live. Live to tape at the university. Where's our University graduation? of Minnesota? Hopefully, I can get in Northrop Auditorium. All right, that's it for this week. That's it. Like we say every week, a bird bird in the hand hand is is worth worth two in in the bush. bush. See ya.